Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure. Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And of course, they have Junior Bergen t-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. After a long couple of months, it's finally feeling like we're getting back to business as usual. But it's not the usual at all. At Missoula's Wingate, we are, as always, committed to giving you a relaxing stay at a great value. But we're also balancing the new guidelines, like maximum pool occupancies and increased disinfecting, to protect your health with a never-ending pledge to make you feel at home when you're not. If you find yourself on the road in the Missoula area, please consider staying with us at Missoula's Wingate. 9 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana TV. When it gets over to the feed shot, I have I actually want to ask you this because this is actually an interesting question. But uh, Sean Rainey back in the saddle with me. Usually we do it on Wednesdays. We're doing it on Thursday now because we're on the road. We're hitting the road tonight. We're gonna drive all the way to Billings, Montana tonight. And uh we got the Montana Football Hall of Fame banquet tomorrow. So usually Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television joins me here on Nuanas now on Wednesdays, but we're doing it here on a Thursday and reminder. No show tomorrow. If you're watching on TV or you're listening on the radio, you already know uh, where you're watching and listening at. If you want to listen those same form or fashion, but the new age way, go to 1029ESPN.com for the live stream. Just click on the Listen Live tab and you'll find the stream. Or you can hit us up on YouTube, N-U-A-N-E-Z. It'll get you there. Please subscribe. It's been fun watching the... uh, YouTube subscription numbers go up. The show's archived there, too, so you can re-watch it back or re-listen to it back. It's a great way to stream it on your phone, mobile devices, all that stuff. You want to get a hold of us? I got a bunch of stuff for you. I got more Paddleheads tickets. We got games uh, all the way through next Monday, so six-game homestand for the Missoula Paddleheads. I was at the game last night. We'll get into that a little bit here in the show, but if you want to get a hold of us to contribute to the conversation or to win those tickets a little later on in the show... 406-888-1029. That's 888-1029. We made it easy for you, so stay tuned. We have Missoula Paddleheads tickets for you. Broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studio. Northwest Motorsport is on the corner of Stevens and Mount here in Missoula. They're new to town, but they boast the largest inventory of trucks anywhere in the Pacific Northwest. Got a lot to get to today. First and foremost, we're going to talk NBA off the top here. Trey Young is just ridiculous. 
Ben Simmons keeps getting worse. I got to eat some crow. Randy wants to make fun of me a little bit. We're also going to talk some U.S. Open golf because we haven't caught up with Sean since the U.S. Open. I got a Garden City Spotlight today highlighting some of the best football players out of the city of Missoula who just participated in the East-West Shrine game. Breaking down what some of those guys might look forward to in the future uh, with either Montana or Montana State. A lot of guys from the Garden City this year going on to the Division One level next year. So that's pretty cool. Going to do a little NFL buy or sell. And then at 530, we got the right phone number. So Jordan Reed... Newest quarterback commit from uh, Montana State University. He will join us, the first quarterback commit uh, to commit to Brent Vegan. So uh, we, we will look forward to having Jordan on the show about 0530. So first of all, Randy, the number one question I got to ask you, what the hell is going on in baseball? Why are the guys always taking off their pants? Yes, we're talking baseball on the show. We I did. love it. Oh, we're going to talk baseball for a little bit because the only baseball highlights I've been seeing on Twitter is guys dropping their pants. What I know that they're trying to... I've only vaguely been following this. I know they're trying to get rid of... Uh, all of the alterations of the ball, am I right here? And they they're using some sort of grease or spider tack. T- okay, okay. So That's I want like to know. The, I yeah, want to know okay. more details. What is spider tack? Okay. Well, spider tack is just like this substance that they have kind of narrowed down as something that works, you know, really well. So baseball. What does it? What does it do? So basically, like you just want the the stickier substances on your hands. You could can one. You can control the baseball better, but. You basically, it's all to increase your spin rate on all of your pitches. So, so increase this, this spin isn't rate. necessarily making the ball go at a higher velocity. It's just making it spin at a higher velocity. Is that right? Which can make it go faster but move, on move, a fastball, but it's mostly move more sharply, mostly right? Movement, yeah, and and just you know, the more spin rate you get, the more break you get, the more um, that it's like faster. When it gets to the hitter, you know, sometimes like spin rate, like you, like there's a difference. Like you can throw like a 95 mile an hour fastball with like a 2000 RPMs. Right. You could also have a 95 mile an hour fastball with like 2800 RPMs. And the one with 28 RPMs will be going kind of faster as it's getting to the plate. You know, so like it's Mariano even though they're both ninety five, there's there is a difference. It's it's Mariano Rivera, right? His 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 sort of Rivera style cutter. Broke a little bit at the end, but he's throwing at 95, 96, 97 miles. Yeah, but per these hour. these ones like um, you know higher spin rate. You know a lot of them will have you know different planes and things like that um, where they're kind of accelerating and going up towards you know at the end. Um, so basically, all these pitchers for the last you know handful of years in the rule book you're not allowed to, but Major League Baseball never really said anything. Everybody knows that everybody's using it. Sure. And so it had always just been a thing. And this then is so amazing. And it's then, so amazing in baseball how everybody's always cheating. But there's so many things that they haven't made against the rules yet. So you're actually not cheating. When all these guys well, in the 90s were doing steroids, steroids weren't illegal. Well, it's basically just on like, yeah, it just it's whatever MLB just inf- chooses to enforce right. at any given time. Right. And Or when it becomes a, a widespread, I'm not, I'm not even going to say problem, but a widespread usage, right? Well, I mean, aren't most, weren't most guys doing this before they started testing or before they started checking for this? Yeah, they've all been doing it. Right. The issue is, is Major League Baseball is stupid and they changed the baseball and now you're getting, you know, it was historic lows for batting average and runs and, you know, right, and right, now right. it's just like three. I mean, doesn't Jacob DeGrom have like a point zero four ERA or something, or something like, like yeah, that? Yeah. yeah. Like, He's given up a couple runs this whole year. But we saw, you know, six no-hitters already, like in the very beginning. The Cleveland Indians got no-hit twice in one month. Yeah. That's so what I sort of just so did the, Mar- the Mariners got no-hit twice. Like, there's a whole bunch <laughs> of teams. There's like no-hitters going into the seventh, eighth inning every other night, you know? And so, baseball was like, okay, we need to 
you know, fix this. So they do it one like in the total out in the open in public, which was is just ridiculous. Like you don't hear about other sports leagues when they have issues. All of it is just out in the open. You know what I mean? Like how baseball does it. It's un, it's crazy. The, to me. That is so true. The the quote unquote damage control ability of baseball or lack thereof is horrific. Well, it's so they, bad. Well, you do it, and they're doing it in the middle of the season, so, right? Which is like nuts. And so like. These pitchers are, you know, rightfully, um, you know, I think, I mean, they have a, a real gripe here because if you're not enforcing something and then just like in the middle of the season, now all of a sudden you're changing all of the rules. Right, right. Like it's a, it's a big difference. We're seeing a lot of pitchers like their, their RPM, their spin rate is way down. Is down a is lot. Is it Garrett Cole's like way down? I mean, Garrett Cole, the, the great yeah, there's pitcher a lot of the there, There's a lot of guys that are like, I think okay. Garrett Cole and Trevor Bauer are kind of like the poster boys for this, right? Because okay. they're like the best pitchers. <laughs> it's hilarious obviously, the poster boy too, because he's so easy to hate. But he talked, I mean, they all talk about like when right. Garrett Cole was asked about it, he was just like, I don't really know how to answer that because they all know that like they all use it. Right. They just hadn't really enforced it. You know, sure, and a lot of them, sure, you know, sure, sometimes sure. you use, you know, sunscreen mixed with rosin and, you know, there's all these different things. Baseball has become so analytical. Right. And especially with pitching, I think pitching. So do, do you feel like, do you feel like the fact that they started measuring spin rate consistently is why they started? Oh yeah. Because you uh, can addressing this. Well, now that the technology is there that you can, you can find out your your spin rate and your mirroring and your <laughs> axis, so all of it on every pitch, and then you could use different substances and you could throw and you could like fine tune it to to a science. Like it really is, pitching has now become a science. And wow. and you know you know guys like Rob Friedman, like the pitching ninja on Twitter, are you know making all these videos, and so like guys are all sharing grips and like figuring out all these new pitches and like so it's pitching has become so scientific and they've become so good at it that now baseball's like oh man we got this major issue because nobody can hit anymore and there's no action in games so we need to <laughs> say that they can't do this anymore and uh so and it kind of it started this monday was when they started enforcing it and so after every after the first inning every pitcher was checked like they're inside their belt it, you know, Tommy, on their hat. Have you, have in you their, seen this, Tommy? They're, no. make, they're making the pitchers take their pants down in the middle of the well, game. No, they're, they have substance. Well, they're just checking cheating. their belt. But the issue is, but half of these guys are just dropping trout well, right in the middle of the game. Well, are you kidding me? So Scherzer, the poll issue was so Max Scherzer <laughs> got checked in like the first inning, right? Okay. And then later on in the game, Joe Girardi, the the manager for the Phillies, who's going against the Nationals, oh man, saw that Scherzer like took his hat off and and put his hand through his uh, hair. So he's like, so he demanded that they check him. And so Scherzer was pissed off. And so when the, the umps asked to check him, he throws his hat on the ground, throws his glove on the ground, rips his belt off, <laughs> takes his pants. He's like, check me everywhere. You know, like, and so it's just become this like it's laughing stock kind throw. of thing. It's just so funny. This well, is, the other, I mean, I will say this. It's brilliant in the fact that after the Indians got no hit for the second time in one month, I basically tuned out of baseball. And this has got me all the way back in because I keep seeing these videos of guys taking their pants off in the middle of baseball games. The other thing that's going to be really, really funny is, so it's the crew chief is the one that kind of like will make the determination on if they are checking a guy and when they check him, right? And so somebody put on Twitter is like, it's going to be really funny when the crew chief is behind the plate and he's calling balls and strikes. And he calls a, a handful that, like, the starting pitcher is not liking. 
and then it ends the inning after like the pitcher got squeezed and then he gave up a couple runs yeah. and he's like pissed off at the ump and then he asks for to be checked. Oh man. And it's going to be super awkward cuz normally like those guys when they're after an inning like that, they're pissed and they like they're cussing them out and they're right, going straight right. to the dugout. Now they're going to have to meet and check and it's just going to be even more drama. It's going to, you know, it's just a, it's kind of a mess and now we got to like check all the Pretty much all of these like pitcher stats, because you know, obviously, I'm I'm big into fantasy yep, and yep. into sports betting. Sure. And so, like, there's a lot of things like all the data that's been accumulated for this year. You almost have to like not at, not yeah. completely throw out the window. Sure. But you got to measure pitchers like before and after. Right. Now that this has been enforced, right. and you know, so it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting. I also hope that it doesn't cause. Um, some injuries because we've already seen these guys now in baseball are just taught to throw as hard as you can and velocity is important velocity 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 and we've already seen a couple dudes get like hit in the face like Bryce Harper Kevin Pillar and if they're throwing 100 miles an hour and they have less grip and less control right especially when you know it gets you know really hot and then later on when it gets cold oh man like it is going to be it's going to be brutal and also think about if you're a pitcher and you're and you've been throwing with a certain substance, yeah. and that's what you are used to, and then you're changing that whole routine. Like it's it's got to be kind of a, a hard adjustment. And Tyler Glass yeah. now for the Rays, yeah, said that he he hurt his elbow in the first time that he went out without throwing with any substances, and he says that he blames it on that because he had to grip the baseball harder. Otherwise, he was going to lose control, and because he had to grip the baseball harder, and you're throwing it a hundred times that his muscles in his arm like tightened up from having to grip it tighter and that's why he got an elbow injury and got hurt. Oh, so boo just, hiss. <laughs> People just want drama, man. Well, that, that's like what baseball needs, though. Is dra- dra- baseball, baseball needs drama, though. Right. That's that's exactly what they need. Hey, we're talking about it. So exactly. I guess it, but, oh, okay. It's Before, true, though. It's a good point, Tommy. People love drama. That's it, It's so funny. I, I always say that, especially to my female friends, that Sports is like our soap operas, right? Like, oh, 100%. Like women watch the uh, ETV, or does your wife watch the uh, Sunset Strip and all these? No, or see, Real Housewives? See, I love my wife. <laughs> she doesn't get into all, like, the worst, like, drama thing that she watches is, like, Grey's Anatomy. Do you which, guys watch uh, The Bachelor or The Bachelorette? Oh, no. Oh, none, none of that for let me. Let me tell you something. Our newsroom watches it because it's on our station and they watch it oh, during yeah. the week, and it's, oh, my God. I the Bachelorette's the best because you get all these goofy, hunky guys like, it's my girlfriend. Bro, I'm gonna take her on a date first. I do not miss a new Bachelor episode or Bachelorette well, episode ever. As we're getting derailed here on this conversation about watching stuff, did you watch The Departed yet, Tommy? No, I oh, haven't. Okay, I'm not co- a new Bachelorette. Season. Okay, I'm not coming on the radio next week until you watch this movie. I'm going on strike until you watch The Departed. This, I will actually yeah. make a point to do this for you. Thank you. To do. Th- this is the greatest anarchy that's ever occurred on this show. This is a beautiful thing. We haven't even started on the outline, and the show is 14 minutes old. Way to go, guys. This is a, a new high. Uh, Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula, <laughs> SWX Montana Television. Tommy Evans providing the uh, the Bachelorette commentary and Sean Rainey from SWX Montana in studio with me. It's the Northwest Motorsports Studio as well. Uh, I geeked out on this the other day too, Raid Man. Uh, the number one spokesman for Northwest Motorsports is Jay Buner, mm-hmm. and he cut us a liner. And so he says, listen, Nuanez now. Tell him the bone sent you. It's so cool. I love it. I was like geeking out. My little kid self would love that. Just knowing that Jay Buner was a part of my job at ESPN Radio. Pretty cool. Um, I actually have a lot to say about that. Regardless, (laughs) the final result of the guys taking off their pants, I can't stop laughing. I just think it's so funny. But um, I actually think that this is fascinating only because 
this isn't new, this is old. And that's why I think baseball is so funny. They're always trying to add all these rules and clean up the game. But the essence of baseball is cheating. That's what gives you the edge in baseball. Steal sign, sign stealing, like reading the guy's body language, everything. That's what baseball is, and it's what it's always been. Guys have been figuring out how to alter the ball since like 1890. You know what I mean? Like the old guys used to put sandpaper on their hats, but then they would put like petroleum jelly or Vaseline or whatever. Like Gaylord Perry was legendary for screwing with the ball. That's why you could throw the screwball. Well, it's like, just, it's always evolving. It's always yeah. evolving. So yeah. I guess I don't really know where I stand on it. I do think that it is um, stupid and bad for the game to have six no hitters in a, in a, yeah. Three month well, span and having you know these games are like one to two, two to one all the time. It's there's it's not that fun. Well, I think what they need to do is just they need to come up with a a substance that is allowable and have a baseline because right now like there's no mm, that's a good idea. It's like, like a regulated they, yeah, they like, create like, it and this is the only yeah one like you maybe can like use. this is what you can use to have a little bit better grip. Um, that's you know better than just like the rosin bag. Um, and and that is allowable. But any and then anything else if you get caught with it. They have a hefty punishment, but like this is like the defined, you know, substance that you can use that can help you grip the baseball a little bit. Have you ever watched yourself on TV while you're on TV? Yeah. Well, during our newscast, there's like a TV like right above, so right. I can so I can see it, and it is quite distracting sometimes. It's quite distracting, right? Yeah. Like when I'm in here by myself, I just look at myself the whole time because I don't have anybody to look at. <laughs> I'm just like horrified by what I look like on TV too. We could get like a cutout of Sean. <laughs> we should get cutouts of everybody. We should get cutouts of all my good friends there we that go. come contribute on Nuanas now. That would actually be hilarious. Speaking of, real quick, um, of one of the people that have been on here. Um, so the Padres swept the Dodgers. Right. And so Riley Corkin and I had a head-to-head Dodgers-Padres bet, right? And we did. The you Dodgers did. Yeah, it's, the, on, it's on archived within the podcast of Nuanas now. Yeah, the Dodgers won the first two games, and the Padres have won seven out of eight and are up 7-3 in the series. And now Riley is, um, you, I can't get a hold of him. And I've blasted him out on <laughs> blasted him out on Twitter, and it's it's nothing. He's just uh, he's nowhere to be found this, now. This so, is Riley, you know. dude. Riley's Bowser. having Riley's having his summertime, uh, <laughs> like he always does. Um, but this is funny when the when the Dodgers, it's not going right. Like he'll he'll avoid you for a little while if if you don't. Oh, no, yeah, but when they're winning, he's talking all the crap in all, the world all day. And now he doesn't want to. He just ghosts you because he doesn't want to take it. Oh, it's, it's the worst. It's it is too good. You want us now? One hundred two ESPN Missoula broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsport Studios. Um, one other f- funny thing I wanted to ask you about. There's a lot of fantasy football leagues have punishments. So first of all, did, have you ever been in a fantasy football league with a punishment? No. See, I've always wanted to do one. Are you like the Waffle House guy? Is that what you're kind of getting at? The guy. Uh, that, yes, exactly. Yeah. No, we haven't. Um, we have like a in our fantasy baseball one. We have a toilet seat, and so the the guy who gets last has to like sign the toilet seat, and he has to carry the toilet seat around to. Every and any, like, fantasy meeting or, like, get-together that we have. So, like, at the draft. Okay, okay. That's sometimes we have some off-season summits where we're, like, talking about new rule changes and things like that. And he's got to carry... He's got to carry the the toilet seat around. And we do have, like, a big-time trophy for the winner. But, no, I would love to do, like, a like a challenge. And, like, with that fantasy football one, the 24 hours in the Waffle House, and every waffle you eat cuts an hour off. How many could you eat? Tommy thinks he could get out of there in like three hours. I said, no way. 
See, I said that I could eat way more than what he ate. He ate like eight or nine. I think he ate eight. Eight, yeah, or, eight no, or nine. I could definitely have more than eight or nine. Well, especially if it was over that amount of time too, right? Because if you're there for 24 hours, you could crush like six and then digest for several hours and then crush like 10 more and get out I can, of there. I can eat a lot when I want to. I know you can. I yeah. see it. it. Actually, we have a lot of impressive eaters amongst us. Gus Tutel can eat so much. Yeah. Like a disgusting amount sometimes, actually. Um, so, the worst fantasy football punishment we ever had. <laughs> I'm still supposed to eat $25 with a Taco Bell in one sitting. I haven't gotten to, I have not uh, gotten up the courage to do that yet because I just feel like that would. Uh, Impact my next day at work uh, detrimentally. Yeah, you almost got to do that on like Friday night, yeah. just before the the weekend, yeah. so you can recover. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I, I don't think I'm going to do that. But uh, <laughs> you know, I've heard of some, I've heard of some pretty bad ones of like tattoos. Like that's pretty extreme. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to get a tattoo from fantasy football. No way. Yeah. Well, I don't even have a tattoo, so I definitely no, wouldn't. Me want, neither. I didn't. I wouldn't want my first to be <laughs> a, fantasy a fantasy football, football punishment. Yeah. I don't think your wife would be very impressed yeah. by that or your children. Um, <laughs> So let's keep talking baseball just for a second. Give us a, a broad rundown of baseball because it's sort of the only overwhelming storylines I've been following are the this substance thing with the pitchers, the spin rate, all that. Um, the outstanding start to the season by Jacob DeGrom and how he all, pretty much already has the Cy Young locked up unless, you know, barring some sort of big catastrophe. You have mentioned that the Padres uh, have been underachieving, but it seems like they're getting a little bit more on track now. Uh and the Indians can't hit. What what else we got around the wide world of baseball? Yeah, we're getting to that point in the season where you know we're we're voting for all stars right now. Um, so that's always you know kind of fun, and you're you know rooting for your guys to to become all stars and things like that. And then where teams really got to start turning it on. As far as like in the American League, I mean the Astros. As much as people don't like them, are playing really, really good ball right now. And well, I they're think- just good, man. That's why this is the fu- funniest part about the t- whole thing with cheating in baseball. N- like nine out of ten times that there's cheating uh, that occurs, it's by players that are already outstanding. Do you know what I mean? Like the Astros cheated, but they also are really good anyways. Do you know what I mean? Well, that's kind of the thing with Barry Bonds. Everyone was like, for sure. You know, like Barry Bonds doesn't deserve to be in the Hall of Fame. I was like. Well, steroids didn't make him have like one of the best eyes in baseball, where he's like drawing walks all the time and like had the one of the best plate disciplined of all hitters that like I've ever seen. Like that dude, like the ball mm-hmm. would be like an inch off the plate, and he would take it every time. Yeah. Like steroids don't help your eye at the plate. Oh, right, you know what I mean? Like he had like six hundred on base percentage <laughs> one year. That's not. It's, yeah, he like wa- he walked two hundred and forty times in one season. That's nothing to do with steroids. Like sure, they'll you know maybe knock your home runs down a little bit. Sure. And I do think when you're, I think a lot of it is mental though. Like when you're taking steroids, oh, for you sure. feel good. So like you're gonna you know have more confidence, and that's well, gonna play across well, your numbers. But he still would have been a Hall of Fame guy even without the steroids. Well, that's the thing. Like, game, well, I would pull the game of shadows off the the thing. But like, speak, speaking of our esteemed friend Riley Corcoran, actually has that. He's a uh, that's his, one of his summer homework assignments I gave him. Um, but if you believe that book to be true in terms of the actual narrative of it, I mean, it's obviously, I mean, it's reported by two of the best uh, investigative journalists in the country. So, I mean, it, it's an accurate book. I mean, they would have got the pantsuit out of him if it wasn't fully accurate. But if you believe the timeline in that book, Barry Bonds started taking steroids following the 1999 season, which was the year after Sammy Sosa and, and Mark McGuire had the home run race. And, and sort of the impetus is Bonds is jealous of these guys. He's thinking, I'm way better than these guys. These guys are the darlings of America. Everybody thinks these guys are the great power hitters in the game. It's because they're taking this stuff. That's the other thing about as far as the uh, baseball 
until it becomes like a uh, an epidemic of sorts, they don't really regulate a lot of different performance enhancing elements. Like people first knew about Mark McGuire taking steroids because Mark McGuire had his androstein right in his locker. He was taking oral pro hormones, which are like precursors to steroids. And a writer asked him about it one day, and he's like, yeah, those are just like my supplements, like my vitamins. And everybody's like, oh, cool, Mark McGuire takes these cool supplements. And then you like, do the research, like, oh, this is full-on anabolic steroids. It's just taken in oral form. But regardless, uh, Bonds basically says, I'm not going to let these guys be better than me. I'm gonna, I am going to set the baseball world on fire. And, and uh, But at that moment... Before he ever called Victor Conti, before he ever did the cream in the clear, before he ever started, you know, getting all jacked up and his head started growing before any of that. Barry Bonds had 494 home runs, 500 plus stolen bases, three MVP awards, 10 gold gloves. He could have straight retired at that exact moment. He would have been a first ballot Hall of Famer. But then he did steroids and doubled his numbers and has the absolute greatest resume in the history of baseball. And he's not a Hall of Famer. So uh, no need to go down that full road. But uh it is fascinating that, I mean, cheating has always been a part of the baseball. Anyways, I digress. Give me the rest yeah. of the update of, of baseball as a whole. Yeah, maybe some of the other storylines, um, a, a few teams and then a few individual player ones. Kind of in the American League, the American League East has actually been pretty fascinating. Like the Boston Red Sox. the Yankees have not been playing up to as what people thought yeah, they were going to be, right? Yeah, they've been playing better as of late. They're, they're seven and three in their last ten. Sure. And they moved up to third, but they were they were in fourth place in that division for a long time. But they the overwhelming favorite to win it, too? They were to start the season. But, yeah, the Red Sox are still in first. The Rays had the best record in baseball, and then they lost, like, seven straight. And then they just called up Wander Franco, who's the number one prospect in all of baseball. So that division is pretty interesting. And then, you know, I know there's a lot of Mariners fans up here. They're two games over 500 and still kind of flirting around. But in that division, really, Shohei Otani, as a player, has been an awesome storyline. Like, he is... As a he's, he's as a put, pitcher, as he's taking strides, he's in the top three yeah. in overall home runs. Like yeah. what he is doing right now, we've we've really you know never seen you know arguably since Ruth. But he sure. he does things differently, and the fact that he's like a complete five to a player, like this dude's like one of the fastest dudes in the league too. Like, right, he's a base dealer. It is yeah. it is incredible, and he's going to be doing the home run derby, which will be super awesome, super cool. Who else is doing the home run derby? Pete Alonso signed up, right? Did he? I don't know. I haven't seen like an official. Like none of it is like official at this point. Um, I know I know Vlad Jr. said he's not going to do it. That's kind of the other guy. That, <sighs> That's so dumb. What about that Tatis? is a storyline. Tatis is up in the air. Um, so I bet he he would do it. But um, as far as players like. Vlad Jr., his breakout, because he was like one of the most hyped prospects and kind of struggled a little bit. And now I think it's his third year, and he's really kind of blossoming into one of the best, probably pure hitters overall. Like if you're just talking hitting as far as power, average, on base, he's probably the best hitter in the game right now. Tatis, if you add in the, the speed and the steals and the flair, he's having an incredible season. And then obviously Jacob deGrom is having the best statistical year ever for a pitcher. And he also is driving in runs. And at, at one point, he's got more runs. Driven he's driven in. in more runs and scored more runs than he's allowed all year. Um, it's just, it's unreal what's, what he's doing. What's our boy Vinny think of this? Vince Bagby, uh, Sean's uh, the producer of FWX tonight, is a big-time uh, Mets fan. So shout-out Vinny if oh, you're yeah. Well, uh, he, watching. He, yeah, I mean, his life, uh, every fifth day, he plans it around Jacob DeGrom, you know? And, so, and the Mets, I, I mean, the Mets it. are also in first place. They're four games up on the Nationals, and the Braves are a third, and many people pick the Braves to yeah. win that division. They're three games under five hundred, And then kind of the most surprising team has got to be the San Francisco Giants because all the hype was Dodgers-Padres in the offseason. No and... 
The Giants have the best record in all of baseball. They're they do? 40, wow. They're 48 and 26. Wow. They also, wow, that's a start. Yeah, but if you dive into it, they, they've played like half as many teams with a winning record as like the Padres have. So their schedule has been very, very easy up until this point. Um, and they do have a lot of older players that are just having like huge breakout seasons. Um, like Buster Posey has not been this good in forever. Evan Longoria has been awesome. Like Brandon Belt, Brandon Crawford. Um, I think that they're going to regress at some point. Um, but the 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 Padres are forty five and thirty two, which is a pretty you know pretty good record. And they're four and a half games back, and they're in third place in the division. So wow. like. The three-headed monster of those three teams in the NL West is, you know, something to to watch moving forward to. New Orleans now, 102.9 ESPN Missoula. Maybe you're watching in statewide television, SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey joining me, Coulter Nuanez, in the Northwest Motorsports Studios. North, Northwest Motorsport trucks, trucks, and more trucks. Go check them out. They're new to Missoula, but they have the largest inventory in the Pacific Northwest. I have one more question for you about baseball before we uh, take a quick break, but I also have baseball tickets for you. Monday, Missoula Paddleheads host the Ogden Raptors. I was at the Paddleheads game last night. Uh, they're super fun to watch, man. The the top five guys in their lineup are all legitimate professional baseball players. I mean, I, I don't know what their ceiling is. I don't know if any of these guys are going to go to the show, but they are certainly uh, outstanding for for this level of baseball. Very, very good. I mean, uh, Zach Almond is definitely one of the best guys I've seen play minor league baseball in Missoula in comparison to his level of play. Aaron Bond is very, very talented as well. Uh, Brandon Riley, the center fielder, is a you know, relatively. I mean, I'm not saying he has five tools uh, at, the, at the big league level, but he is a five-tool player at this level to be sure. Great hitter, great on, on base guy, great um, on the base paths, and great in the outfield. So uh, go check out the Missoula Paddleheads. It's a lot of fun. The Ogden Raptors is very talented as well. And uh, this will be the sixth of a six-game series. So you want to uh, win four tickets to the Missoula Paddleheads for Monday night? Give us a call right now, 888-1029. That's 406-888-1029. we got four-pack of tickets to Monday, June 28th's game, Missoula Paddleheads and Ogden Raptors. I know that I beat a dead horse on this show when it comes to baseball a lot, and I talk about my gripes with baseball. <laughs> and uh, I think the one that we don't talk about that much, though, is baseball's inability to market some of its young guys. I think that the, the 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 issue is the same. The fact that you were talking about the bad damage control of having all this stuff play out during the season. It's the same issue as that they don't know how to market their guys. They just don't know how to promote their brand, at least not nearly on the levels of the NFL or the NBA. But I think that the number one thing that they're failing at right now is I think there's a lot of really good young players in baseball. A lot. And I think they're like very, very appealing guys. Guys that I think that even just the common fan, like myself, if they were promoted and marketed better with would make me want to get into it, but who do you think are the guys that are the, the uh, most poorly marketed? Or I guess who who are some guys that are maybe underrated compared to what they would be if if baseball promoted their their brand, so to speak, uh, at a higher level? Mm. I mean, Otani's one, right? I mean, I know Otani's huge globally, but he is not in the the he should be in the day to day conversation. Like when people are talking about LeBron James and all these guys, he should be there, right? I mean, this is an amazing thing that he's doing. Well, the issue, I mean, baseball has a um, like a TV rights issue. Like the, their whole setup with, with with baseball is just so silly. Like I can't watch a Mariners game. Right, right. You know, like, and I have MLB TV, and yeah. I can't watch the Mariners because of this whole you know the whole regional thing that they have. Here, like, yeah. yeah. So like, baseball has a, a thing where like a lot of people can't watch the teams that they want, especially now that we're in kind of the cord cutting era. Um, 
baseball just needs to, you know, to figure that out where you can watch, you know, you should be, you should have access to watch all games if, if you want, you know, with, without having to have a TV subscription. So baseball kind of has, has ruined that part of it. Um, but you're right. There's, I mean, there's so many, you know, good young players in the game. Fernando Tatis Jr. For sure. I think he gets marketed pretty well, though. He's a taunt, yeah. And he's like the cover of MLB The Show. Yeah. He's got a Gatorade, Adidas. Like, he's got a whole bunch of commercials out now, too. Flag um, Guerrero Jr. gets marketed to just... Not only, a ton, though. But, like, but he, he does just because of his connection to his dad. Like, But, it, like, I haven't even... I like, I don't think... I've ever heard him, like, talk, really. It's true. Like, think about that. Like, I've never really heard him, like, you know, speak. And you hear that with all the other, you know... In every other league, you hear all these guys talk all the time. Um, I mean, there are just there's a there's a ton of. How about Pete Alonso? He, he seems slightly undermarketed. Uh, yeah, he's been kind of struggling. Acuna Junior. Um, the, the, the three Braves, juniors, sure. Vlad Junior, Acuna Junior, and Tatis Junior. Yeah. Those are the kind of the three really young guys that are probably going to be the three best players in baseball for the next decade. Yeah. Um, and well, I think and some like of it. Still be in the conversation. Yeah, but presumably. some of it. I mean, some of it is. I mean, Tatis speaks really good English. Yeah, but sometimes a lot of these guys don't speak the best English. Mm-hmm. Even Otani like doesn't you know, um, you know, speak the best English. So sometimes that is a little bit of a barrier um, that can be a little bit harder just to market. Um, yeah, man, baseball just they just they struggle with a lot. They um, do as far as figuring that out, and uh, it's well, kind how of, much of that do you think is the leadership? I think part of it, I also just... I mean, I think that it's pretty directly correlated when you look at the NFL and the NBA. The commissioners that they've had over the last 40 years have coincided with the growth of their brands. I mean, you can say what you want about Roger Goodell, but he's... I mean, everybody that he actually works for is making billions of dollars. Like, the NFL is a uh, just an absolute juggernaut. Baseball is just the way that the sport is just set up. Yeah. It's just kind of an old-school game. And the way that, yeah. like... We have gone as a generation where everything has to be fast and instantaneous and you don't have patience and things like that. It just doesn't fit with how people consume content, whether that's sports or news or anything. People, it needs to be fast. It needs to be in your face. Like, like, that's not what baseball is. Well, baseball's become a computer program where they're they're so obsessed with the numbers and the analytics. That's what drives me crazy. That's why I like going to the Paddleheads games because they're just playing baseball. But I don't think, though, that even if even if there wasn't, like, all these shifts and everything, like, I don't think that the viewership would be that much different, you know, because it yeah. still is slower paced and, like, there's... Yeah, but you, know, you want to know what you do to increase the viewership more than, than any other factor, though, is you make the characters into characters. That's what the NBA does so well. Once they know you can be a character in the story, it doesn't matter if they make you a good guy or a bad guy. They let you become the, the issue, guy, though. Yeah, but the issue with, with baseball and... NBA when you're talking about characters and like building things up like that. And the reason why the NBA playoffs are phenomenal in my opinion is because these these NBA guys like it's always on them. Like right, right. they That's have true. the ball in their hands all the time. Like you yes. know like it's going to come down to how they play. like you don't like Fernando Tatis Jr. might not be up in the ninth inning. That's you the, don't the, know. Exactly. Like it's just like exactly. the, the setup. Exactly. Yeah, in baseball, like the best player could go zero for four for in the sure. game, and it doesn't. For like, sure, Mike, Mike Trout's not it. guaranteed to get a chance to hit in the bottom of the ninth inning in the American League Championship. Ex- exactly. LeBron James does start to shoot the shot to go to the finals. He does every yeah. time. Stars can kind of hide in Major League Baseball sometimes. For sure. And they also like you know, you could be great and just have a bad a bad game. For sure. and there's nothing you can do about it. In the NBA, like you cannot hide. There right. is nowhere right. you can go. There's no, it doesn't matter if you hit a line drive 110 miles an hour, 
straight to a guy making out. Like, yeah. no. In the NBA, you either make or miss the shot, and it's all going to be on you, and there's nowhere to hide, and that's what makes it so great. Speaking of the NBA, we're going to talk more about the NBA. Here on Nuanas now, Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television joining me, Coulter Nuanas. Keep it right here. It's 129 ESPN Missoula. Blackfoot Communications is actively supporting the communities we serve across Montana and Idaho. We are installing hundreds of miles of fiber in our service territories, increasing the broadband experience in our rural communities. We are delivering remote workforce solutions for our business communities. We are creating new, innovative solutions for our local entrepreneurs and enterprise organizations. Learn how your company can benefit. Call today at 541-5000 or go to blackfootbusiness.com. Blackfoot Communications. Connect to more. Hey, Missoula. Amps Hall of Famer, Jay Buhner here. Tune in to Nuanas Now, Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Broadcasting live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. Hey! Pop, pop, it's showtime. 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 Guess who's back again? Oh, they don't know. Gone time. Oh, they don't know. Gone time. I bet they know as soon as we walk in. Showtime. I'm wearing Cuban links. Yeah. Come on, Tan. Welcome back. Nuanas Now, 1029 ESPN Missoula. Broadcasting to you live from the Northwest Motorsports Studio. You just heard him, Jay the Bone Buhner. He's a uh, he's a good one, an icon around here. He's the spokesman for Northwest Motorsport. Want to go check out Northwest Motorsports inventory? Go to nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. We're off tomorrow. Sean and I are leaving right after the show. We're going to hit the road to uh, Billings for the Montana Football Hall of Fame. Uh, the Golf tournament tomorrow during the day. The VIP reception tomorrow uh, evening, which I'm very much looking forward to. That's where you hear some of the greatest stories you'll ever hear. And then the uh, Football Hall of Fame induction ceremony on Saturday. If you want to make last... Am I VIP with you? Oh, absolutely. Oh, sweet. I get to be VIP. Yeah, buddy. Uh... You might have to you might have to help with a couple chair movements uh, in the mo- in the morning, but uh, it'll be well worth it. Regardless, <laughs> uh, the football hall of fame banquet is at the Billings Convention Center in uh, in Billings. Obviously, there's still tickets available. So uh, if you have any want to make it just a last minute jaunt over to Billings, go right ahead. Hundred dollars for tickets, eight hundred dollars for a table. It is a night to remember. I promise. One of my favorite events of the year each and every year. So I really look forward to it. Really look forward to sharing it with my good buddy Sean here as well, my colleague and uh, great helper here on Nuanas now. Um, but the Football Hall of Fame will be, uh, it, it's going to be a great class this year. Brent Musburger uh, heads, headlines the class. Marty Morningweg is also part of the class. Uh, Travis Lule. So it's not only guys that are very memorable, memorable people, but also very memorable, memorable characters. Like you spent some time with Marty. You just shot a golf segment with him. He's just so funny, and he's a great storyteller, so I imagine his speech is going to be pretty darn good. And I'm also hearing we might have a special guest or two in attendance as well. And Marty Morgan has uh, crossed paths with many NFL legends during his time coaching in the NFL. So he could bring... 20 guys that he coached once upon a time, and we would all think, every one of us would think it was pretty darn cool. So I look forward to spending the weekend over there in Billings, but no Nuwana is now tomorrow. That's the whole point. That's why we, we are here today. Do we know uh, the golf team? Do we know what the golf team setup is? Uh, we still are, are trying to determine if, if, our, uh, if our buddy Kevin Levine, our colleague Kevin Levine, can make it, then it's going to be us three on a team. Okay. Uh, or they might distribute us up with other e- people. Equally. Or they might pair you and I with another one as well. So we'll see. Because you uh, and I got to go for... The two for two on the year of winning think, these things. I was thinking you know? about the other day, man. Um, not to toot our own horns, but we're going to. Uh, we've won a fair amount of golf tournaments together because we won that one up in Polson, the hospital one. 
And uh, I believe you and I won the two-man scramble at Canyon, our flight at least, last yeah, yeah. year. Um, so well, it's always fun playing golf with you. It helps that we're kind of on the on the when it comes to the flight and the handicap, yes. like we're good for our flight. That's exactly you know? right. And, and also, but with these scramble things, like we're just, you know, we well, one, I usually re- I recruit someone that's pretty good, you know, you're a good recruiter. For and, sure. uh, but we got our, a good formula too. where but our you games, know. our game just suits a scramble because like yes. we can hit amazing shots, but we also have like very uh, many bad ones, sure. but the bad ones don't count. That's right. So as long as you just spread them out evenly, you're good to go. <laughs> it's, it's exactly right. And you and I are both similar in the fact that, uh, we're both, when we get, not hot, we're real bad. When we get hot, though, can be real good, and you can play quite a bit above your handicap. You know, you can string together several pars and birdies in a row, even if you're all, you are, you know, well, and you're, ten you're, or twelve. You're kind of good with like long irons yeah. and some iron play, yeah. which is kind of like my weakness. I'm good on yeah. the short game, which is not necessarily 100%. your your spot, right? So it's just you know, you've also trained me to be your your safety driver, which I never thought I would be. I used to be the last guy on the the scramble team, and now I get to be the first, first guy one that hits it. Yeah, because because you three guys, and it you, worked. You don't have to swing hard, so you hit. Them all straight. That's right. It's good. That's yeah. right. It's gonna be. It's gonna be a fun week. Nothing better than a golf scramble. Well, man. Like I will say, like there's nothing I'd rather do for four and a half hours, five hours, than just like a four man golf scramble with your buddies. It's it's insane how addicting golf is, man. Yeah. I, it's all I want to do. Yeah. <laughs> I seriously, when I'm thinking about what am I gonna do, I'm like, hmm, I do all these things. How can I I'm fit gonna in go golf? golf. I'm gonna go golf. That's it. That's that's it. My mom is like, how can I have my sales meeting on the golf course? My su- <laughs> exactly. My sweet my sweet mother was like. Are you ever just going to take one Sunday morning and just and hike with your mom and like have some breakfast with me or whatever? And I'm like, I am so soon when it gets really hot. But like, mom, right just now, come hike with me. Yeah, right. Saturday, of course. Saturday, Sunday. That's exactly what I'm you doing. You can walk eight miles. <laughs> Nuana is now 1029 ESPN Missoula statewide television SWX Montana TV. Sean Rainey from SWX joining us because we're going to be gone tomorrow. Um, I already had my Florence coffee for the day, so I was very. Uh, Fulfilling as it always is, quite refreshing. Uh, I drink iced coffee year round, but it's particularly good when it's already 80 degrees when I'm going through the kiosk at nine o'clock in the morning. So, uh, no matter where you're at in Missoula, there's a Florence Coffee Company kiosk near you. Hit them up. It's going to be a great weekend, long weekend, hot weekend. So, go get yourself some iced coffee. Or you could take the Rajiv Seabrook's approach. Rajiv's theory is that if you drink hot drinks when it's hot, it actually raises your internal temperature, so then therefore you cool down. I don't know about his theory, but he says this is why people in really hot areas of the, of the world, like the Middle East, wear more clothes to cool themselves down. So regardless, get whatever kind of drink you want at the Florence Coffee Company. We usually do Florence Coffee Company Fridays, but we're not going to be on the air tomorrow. So uh, go get yourself a Florence Coffee. Uh, no matter where you're at in Missoula or Montana, there's a kiosk near you. We actually are going to get to the NBA here, uh, and we're also going to talk some NFL as well. And I got some questions about the U.S. Open, too. So keep it right here, 1029 ESPN Missoula. SWX Montana Television, it's Nuanez Now. Sports Bet Montana is powered by the Montana Lottery. Join in on the excitement for Sports Bet Montana by betting on your favorite sports and teams, both collegially and professionally. There are multiple ways to bet, including in-game, which gets you into the action live as the game unfolds, and parlay betting, where you could have a chance to win big. 
Sportsbet Montana is a secure and interactive way to win while watching your favorite sports. Bets can be placed securely on the mobile app while at an authorized Sportsbet Montana location or by using the Sportsbet Montana kiosk located at approved vendors. Montana bettors have wagered more than $28 million since Sportsbet Montana launched almost a year ago, and in that time, bettors have won more than $25 million. Sportsbet Montana's retail partners have more than $1.7 million in commission. Head on down to your authorized Sportsbet Montana locations and get in on the fun today. ESPN Radio Missoula. Eat your greens. Don't forget your beans. And celery. And don't forget to bring your fake ID. Eat a bunch of these. Magnificent. One corner of Stevens and Mount. Largest inventory of trucks in the entire Pacific Northwest. You can visit nwmsrocks.com. That's nwmsrocks.com. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana Television joining me. Coulter Nuana is here on a Thursday. This is the end of the week for us. End of the weekend, I guess. Is it the end of the month? No, I guess we'll have a couple more shows in June uh, before uh, we kick off July. But, man, summer is just flying by already. I can't even believe it. I can't believe we're already past the longest day of the year. It's kind of depressing because it is depressing. summer in Montana is amazing, yeah. and it always goes by so fast. I was telling my wife, we were, had this conversation last night, actually, and I was like, well, at least this time when we get to the fall, since we didn't have Grizz football oh, and football back, I'll be more excited for the fall this year. Like, I always get excited when the fall gets here, but sure. weather-wise, I just enjoy summer for as long as I can. Oh, for sure. But this year, you got that added more the, the added excitement at the end, so, so I won't be as sad that summer's over at that point. So crazy to think that even though we had all, this, this exact time last year, we had already come out of a lockdown, and people were you know being cautious about coronavirus, but there was no... Um, we talked consistently on this show that there was no chance that football would get canceled. There was no chance. And then we're kind of thinking, maybe there's a chance. And you were actually the one that was like, yeah, this, there's actually a chance, guys. You were telling me and Gus, and we are like, yeah. We started thinking, yeah, yeah, yeah. And then there's the day, the day in August when we all went out to Washington Grizzly State. I don't know if I've ever seen Bobby Houck that actually mad. I've seen him, like, yell at people at a very high level or lose his temper. But he was, like, so beyond mad that he could hardly even – Talk. It, it was it was brutal. That was a brutal, brutal day at uh, talking to Sammy and Cam and Jace Lewis and Bobby out. Because at that time too, we didn't know you know if those guys were going to get the, another year if they were going to have to stay in the spring. There was so much. It was so weird. But uh, you're right. It's going to be so much better this year. Just having football on the horizon, even as summer dwindles for sure. Well, even today we. We, the media, we got to meet with all the new Lady Grizz staff. So Nate Harris and Jocelyn Tinkle. And well, how'd that go? So I had the round. T- I had I recorded yeah. a roundtable with them yesterday, uh, sort of because I wanted to have them all three talking with each other. But I knew they had that. How'd that go today? I mean, just being able to like see people, right? And like shake their hand and be like, "Hey, how's it going?" Totally. And not wearing ma- like it was just it's just so much better. It right. makes our job so much better. It makes life and just. I think people, we need that interaction. You need that, you know, and like to not have that for so long, you almost forget like how awesome it is, you know, and I've I've heard this from a lot of people that cover some pro sports like baseball, for instance, like a lot of their stadiums just had full capacity crowds 
like right. either this week or last week. Yeah, like I think Paddleheads allowed to have full capacity yeah. crowd now. Like, but even like the Padres, like it wasn't until this last weekend where they were allowed to have full capacity. Same, you know, in a lot of the California sure. you know, places. So like, and all these guys are like. I went to the game and at first it was like weird because like yeah. you weren't used to like that many people and like the noise was like deafening and your ears weren't used to it and yeah. and then you're just like, man, I forgot how awesome this is. Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Like, oh for sure, because it's been it has been so long. Oh, like, for sure. Imagine yep. how weird it's going to be that first Washington Grizz game. Oh, where it's like loud again. It's going to feel weird when we were covering hoops. The way that it was set up, the media was on the second row, but we all had our own little like little. Uh, I don't even know what to say. Little areas that we had to stay in. So if I wanted to talk to Sean about the game, I'd have to like yell at him, but he could hear me because there was no one there. There was the one game against Northern Arizona. I, I don't know if you were there or not. Darren Winberg thought this was the funniest thing in the world. I dropped my water bottle and it hit the concrete and it just echoed through the stadium. Everyone, and yeah. all the players looked at me like they thought a bomb went off. The NAU coaches glaring at me like I'm trying to make some sort of distraction or something. Unbelievable. So I'm so happy that we're going to actually have uh, some actual action when it comes to sports. Okay, so one thing, we've been talking golf. So one thing that uh, I wanted to ask you, because I had not asked you this yet, a wild U.S. Open where we had a sort of everyman leading the tournament for three and one-third rounds before utterly falling apart, and a couple other sort of no-name guys, and then all of a sudden the guy who has been sort of prophesized as the next great guy but hasn't actually won a major comes out of nowhere comes from behind and John Rahm earns his first major so what do you think of the US Open well there was a chance there's a, a a little brief moment where it was looking like there would be a chance where we might have a Kepka DeChambeau playoff it was, it was and that's moment. all that I was rooting for and then Bryson just blew up and shot a 44 on the back it was honestly wild to watch I really can't think of another. We've seen like John Vandeveld and and guys like that melt down like that during majors, but that's John Vandeveld, not a guy who's. I mean, Bryson DeChambeau is the reigning U.S. Open champion until this happened. Yeah, I'm not surprised though. He's just no, kind of the way. Ne- it's never surprising. Yeah, the, the way that he plays and the way that his mentality is like it just doesn't surprise me that things would kind of like once they start going bad they just like go really bad and yeah. I know that because like that's kind of how I am so like I just <laughs> you are pressing to show well, like because sometimes you know like you mess up a hole and then it really like it's hard for me to shake it sometimes and then like it could just really get off the rails quickly that, um, that's the other funny part that we were talking about with Joey Esch who's a, a great a golf mentor pro around here in town that mentors a lot of youth golfers and has academies and gives lessons and things like that um, but we were talking about how all these guys hit the ball so far but they're not that big Brooks Kepka is considered like this huge golfer and he's like six foot one 200 pounds like DeChambeau is like this monster and he's like 6'1", 220. Like, he's not even as big as you. And you are I wouldn't consider you like, you're like a, a, above average large, but not like, I mean, I don't know. All I'm saying is that. Well, well, the golf commentators, when they're talking about like, they're just like, just slobbering all over. For how, sure. How, how big he is. And he's big not and that strong. And, he's not that big, yeah, man. But, I mean, they're just comparing him to all the other golfers. Well, right, because he's like 5'8", like, 165. Yeah. I mean, yeah. what's what's Happy Gilmore's caddy's name? The guy that looks like Abby Gilmore's caddy who was in the mix at the Masters. Will Zalatoris. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, that guy can't weigh more than 140 pounds. Yeah, no, there's a lot Yet of Yet he like, still, he hits it 325 on a string, right? That, yeah, yeah. Just, Justin Thomas is tiny. Not very big, yeah. Like, Ricky Fowler is, like, really little. Yeah. yeah. I just think it's interesting that they, they have spun this narrative of DeChambeau being so massive. He is, like, pretty beefed up, for sure. 
But there's a lot of guys from the last generation of golfers that certainly are much have much more mass. I'm not saying they're more physically fit or they have more lean muscle mass, but guys like old Phil Mickelson, like in the in the two thousand early two thousands, he was definitely weighing two fifty plus, right? It'll be, it'll be interesting to see like Aaron Rodgers next to DeChambeau. Right. Right. Totally. You know? Because he won't look as big. Like I, well, I think Aaron Rodgers six four and Tom well, Brady's six four as well. And that's the thing, like those guys don't aren't big in their respective sports. But they're both like, like you don't consider them big, but they're, they're going to look big yeah. compared to, to Phil and Bryson. At the yeah, yeah, yeah. How much are you looking forward to that? So what's the scoop? Can we go? No. We can't go? Media cannot go. So if, for those that don't know what we're talking That's about. so disappointing. The match with uh, Bryson DeChambeau, Phil Mickelson, yep. Tom Brady, and Aaron Rodgers is going to be at Moonlight Basin in at, Big Sky, in Big Sky yep. Montana on July 6th. It's a huge TV event. Like it, it gets a ton of ratings. It's really cool how they put it on. But um, no, I've been talking to the GM of the course, and no media. We're not allowed to be there at all, and uh, no fans. Jeez. It's just just for the members. And well, this this totally ruins my whole Fourth of July plans and everything. Because I was going to go to Bozeman because I still have my my brother still has our place in Bozeman. I still have a room there, and I was going to hang out with my nephews and you know light off fireworks, do the thing, and. But it, w- it still will be really cool to watch on TV. Um, and I'm, I mean, sure. I and it's at 75, like the- it's at 7,500 feet. So like, they're going to be hitting like, you know, 500, <laughs> like 450 I- at least yard drives. Like it's going to be, it's going to be a lot of fun to watch. So for sure. But well, one last question on golf. What? See, I don't know about this ROM thing. Like, it, like, I don't think it, I don't think it, means anything. You don't? I don't. See, because what I think is that the the, the overwhelming narrative of golf has been and will continue to be who is going to be the next king of the sport. Yeah, we're like waiting. We thought it was Rory. We thought it was going to be Spieth. Right. And I don't think John Rahm's that guy, but I also just find it fascinating that we've never had this many guys that have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. There's, There's what? I would say that there's legitimately 17 guys in that have real chances to win every major when the major begins, right? Well, oh, yeah. Like, well, more, probably more probably than that. More. that legit. But I think, like, if, you, if you're... I think probably 10. If you're, like, thinking about, like, an actual, you know, like... Well, John Rahm, Dustin Johnson, Jordan Spieth, Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau, Rory McIlroy, Justin Thomas, Jason Day. Uh, no. Probably not Jason Day. It's probably that. Colin Morikawa. Yeah. I mean, if he's hitting his irons right, Matsuyama. No, he's no? not in that group. Okay. I think it's eight. I don't think we're past Well, what that. about Rom? Oh, yeah, Rom nine. Rom, Rom's yeah, yeah. in there for sure. Like, And then there's like the all the like the Patrick Cantlay, Victor Hovland. What about Louis Ustazen? Louis Ustazen has the third most top tens in majors over the last 10 years. No, I saw, but I know. But He's won one. Yeah. He's but, in there. But it just, yeah. But I, that's what I'm saying, though. I just don't, I don't think it matters. Like, I don't think it's necessarily good for golf. Like, it'd be great to have, like, they need a favorite. For I, sure. You know, like, and that's the thing is, like. And the thing is. They're, but that's not, like, that's like the seven or eight that we sure. that we listed off that you, like, are going to be the, the betting favorites at every tournament. Right. And then you have, like, those, all those secondary players. Sure. Louis, yeah. Cantlay, like, sure. blah, blah, blah. Hovland, like, all those guys Matiyama, that, or, any uh, of them. Matsuyama. Yeah, like, sure. it, any of those dudes could win it. Yeah. Daniel Berger, like, and you yep. wouldn't, and you wouldn't yep. be surprised, but you can't count on them every every week. And I, I don't, I just golf needs, 
They just need like we thought that it might be Brooks for a little while when he was. Oh, Kep- Kepka's got to be in that. Group, when he was, though. yeah, when he was reeling off. I think I might have said Kepka. But like when he started reeling off all those majors, you're like, okay, well maybe this yeah. might go somewhere. But like, and then they takes well, a step. That's back. The, the other thing about the Rom thing, though, is, is this that. Um, Dustin Johnson, he had the brass ring for a minute, and then he and he just hasn't been able to fulfill his potential. Rory won all his majors in a spree, and then hasn't won any since then. Spieth, same thing. Kepka, same thing. These guys won. You know, I mean, I think there's probably less than 15 guys that have ever won four majors, and those some of those guys won four out of like six or four out of eight. They stacked them up when they were young, and then haven't been able to break back through. So I think that it's going to be hard for them to ever become the king of the sport, even if they did go back to starting to win majors, unless they fully dominated a couple calendar years. I think that all those guys will probably get another major or two, or, or maybe even three eventually, but they're not going to have that that moment in time. But that's why I think Rom's been number one in the world on and off the last couple of years. I don't particularly like him, but I think he's very talented. and uh, I've, I've warmed up to him. Me too. I actually like, like him a lot he, better. And it's kind of cool. He used to be like a, a hothead and he would like sure. lose it. And now he's like really, you know, under control and things like that. But I, I thought it was funny. The, the moment that I liked him is when he, uh, he was getting really mad and he hit a drive like out of bounds. Mm-hmm. And you know how they do like both arms like to the one side. Yep, yep. And then on Twitter, he like took that picture and made himself like an air traffic controller, like That's with the planes funny. and That's stuff. And he was like making fun of himself. And at that point, I, then I kind of, you know, you, yeah. you kind of liked it. But I think golf needs, they need two things. They need one, they need someone in that group of eight or nine that we mentioned to kind of like take the lead For and, sure. and be like the dude that everyone's chasing. For sure. And then the second one is they need the young phenom that has the potential that that we're like watching. Because yes. like we thought it might be more cow, but he's just kind of fell into the general blob of like that sure. second he, tier guys. He's still really like, young though too. Yeah, but he didn't, he doesn't have like, like, remember, like, with McElroy and Spieth, like, there was, like, a legit, like, the word phenom was used. Oh, for sure. I don't think the, the word phenom has ever been used with Mark Howell. It's like, well, oh, right. this guy's no. just, like, a really good he's, iron player. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. he sucks at putting. He, right. And he's got pieces that if right. it all works. But, like, we haven't thrown the word phenom around for a young guy in golf. Since Spieth. Yeah, which is, and that's been a while. It's been a while, for sure. Yeah, it's like, been. Hey, it's been, like, seven, eight, nine years. For sure. Since I mean, Spieth, Spieth's no longer a young guy. I mean, yeah. he's, he's in his and, late 20s or early 30s. And that's sure. what we need in sport. Like, sports, like, that is always, like, one of the most exciting things is when yes. you have the young phenom. And we haven't yes. had that in golf in a long time. It's very true. Hour one of the books, hour two coming at you. Nuana is now. We're going to talk, uh, finally, <laughs> about the NBA. We're also going to do some NFL by ourselves. Talk a little bit about the Garden City Spotlight, uh, highlighting some of the best uh, guys from Missoula that are headed on to the Division One level for football. And then at 5.30, Jordan Reed, newest Montana State quarterback commit, will join us here. So keep it right here. It's SWX Montana Television. Sean Rainey from SWX Montana with me, Coulter Nuanez. Nuanez now on 1029 ESPN Missoula. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now if you visit msubookstore.org. Free regalia? When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 